0: La 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 German Masala. Sit back and listen to German Masala. Sit back and listen to German. Masala.
1: Welcome everyone to the seventh episode of the German Masala podcast. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm your other host, Harbir. And thank you all so much for listening or watching our last episode. Um, last time we were at Harbir's house uh, or apartment, you were kind enough to, uh, or your, your wife actually was kind enough to prepare some some breakfast for, for us. It was, it was uh, amazing. Uh, thank you so much for this.
0: Yeah, thank you for being there, Alex. I think we should make this a tradition. Uh, my wife would love that she told me that. And I mean, I did help her a little bit, so. <laughs> it sorry, wasn't I just didn't
1: to, i didn't <laughs> want to undermine undermine your your participation in the preparation of the food.
0: No, no, she's a she's a great cook, so. Yeah. yeah.
1: And maybe we should make this a tradition. I'm sorry I didn't offer you any breakfast today. So. No,
0: no, no worries. So, I already had breakfast, uh, but maybe, you know, next time.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we can think of something. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, we're doing a bi-weekly podcast and the catch here is that we talk about different topics but only one of us knows the topic we'll be talking about so last time it was Harbier's turn and we actually talked about universal basic income right exactly That was a really interesting topic and i just want to uh, have a little add-on here to our last week's episode before we jump into this week's topic which is obviously the one i picked uh, um uh, i was sent an article um from Wirtschaftswoche, it's a German, German magazine. We'll put the link down in the description. So if you want to read this yourself, you can. And apparently in Finland, there was an experiment which ran for two years and they got this like basic income. And um, I read through the article, I just want to highlight some points here. They only, I say only, and you'll see why, they only got 580 euros as their basic income. Okay. In general, it was really positive what the outcome was. Uh, the 580 euros is basically the same you would get when you were unemployed. So it's basically the same as your unemployment benefits. However, you don't have to do anything for that. I mean, that's the whole catch for universal basic income. So you, they just got the money and they didn't have to go to the Arbeitsamt, so to the unemployment office. They didn't have to fill out any whatever.
0: Forms, etc.
1: Exactly, like they didn't have to do any of that. It was just, you get the money, here it is. And a lot of them actually, like 20 out of the 2,000 who were randomly selected, started their own like, business, started their own craft. So because now they had the freedom to do this. Wow, that's like
0: 1%, right? 10%. 10, 10%, sorry. yeah. That's, oh, well, no, it's no, it's 1%. 1%, it's 1%. sorry. 1%. Yeah, you're
1: right.
0: <laughs> uh, but still, 1% is a lot.
1: Yeah, and I mean, this is only, you know, like some of the data, but, but I thought that was really cool. So it enabled people to pursue what they love. And make this into a business. So the one person that was featured in this article actually now makes three thousand euros from her business, where she's like an independent contractor or whatever, like something. Um, but I thought that was really cool. It was a positive outcome. However, they also had n- like negative outcomes or whatever. Uh, I wouldn't really call it too negative, but um, some said like. Five hundred sixty or sorry, maybe it's only five hundred and sixty euros, whatever. Five hundred sixty Euros, sure, nice. However, you still need like a nice CV. A nice uh what is it? Like uh CV? Yeah, yeah, C V. What is what is the other word for it?
0: Curriculum vitae.
1: Yeah, well that's the Latin word, like and um what do you call it? I mean in German it's Lebenslauf, like whatever you did, like your resume. Resume, resume. All right. So yeah, basically they, they, they said, well look, like All right, you get 560 euros. That's nice, but you still need like a good um, resume to get a job.
0: But you know, this person started their own business, so you can you still have options, right? You don't you don't have to get a job. You can do something else, whatever you want to. I mean, you can go dancing. That might not get you any kind of money, but you will be doing something for yourself. You'll be
1: happy. You know.
0: Maybe, maybe if you did that on the street or something, <laughs> you could make some money as well, but yeah.
1: I was thinking of some different dancing, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Okay, that's fine. Um, so in, in general, I would say this is only partly what we talked about last time, right? Because last time we were saying, look, it's, it's not supposed to be, you know, taking like just your unemployment benefits. It should be like a livable money like like more than 560 euros obviously so i think this is like partly what we discussed last time if you haven't uh, listened to last week's episode or two weeks ago last episode please do and leave us any comments or write us an email if you want to uh in the show notes or if you're watching this on youtube there will be a uh, email address in the video description um yeah i mean what do you think is this is this the future
0: I hope so. It sounds it sounds good. I think that can be the solution to a lot of problems that the societies generally let's say I mean I want to say developed societies but also the ones which are developing right now uh, are going to face. So I think I think yeah, we need a solution. So
1: we do. Yeah. We we really do. We really do. All right, cool. So that was the add-on from last week and again thank you for listening, watching uh if you desire to do so, uh, we have now, I guess, six episodes and this is our seventh. So there's a bunch of stuff all from lying to growing up in India. And we'll add another topic to the list today. Wow. Dude, this, is- this is one you, you I think you're going to really love this one. Okay. Um, and actually I, I had the request on us doing this topic, uh, I think from like a couple of different people now, um, okay. and it's about food and especially food and I, and I mean it totally makes sense we started off with talking about breakfast last time <laughs> and especially about like the different foods the different habits different cooking styles from germany versus india or india versus germany however you want to do it and i want to give our listeners because we see our statistics and a, and a good amount of them are still from germany so we i want to give our listeners a chance to just experience some of the Indian food styles or at least hear about them so maybe you can start us off by giving us uh, a short description I know you always say you're only from a specific part of India and it differs I mean same here in Germany I live in northern Germany I have lived in southern Germany for a little bit but not really long so sure there are differences but maybe you can start us off and give us like your typical day when you would eat where you would eat how many times you would eat and what the food would regularly consist of I know that's a lot but You've done it before.
0: <laughs> sure. I mean, again, I will start with saying the same thing that I always say. <laughs> I will only talk about North Indian Punjabi food because that's the region I come from. Each kitchen in India, like from each region is quite different to the other one. So, you know, uh, if you go to in uh, south of India, you will have a completely different palate than you would have in, in north of India. So I would talk about northern Indian food right now. So...
1: and that's fine you know there's regional differences everywhere yeah
0: and so let me start with breakfast and you have to know that Punjabis are known for eating so (laughs) (laughs) so it's historically so because uh it's uh Punjab has always been an agricultural state so most of the money that uh is used to be there in Punjab now there are different sources but back like 20 years 30 years back it used to come from farming from you know selling producing and selling wheat and rice and all those kind of products Um, and like if you go 50 years back you didn't really have a lot of machinery to help you with farming right so it was like manpower your own muscle power that you used to grow things Mm -hmm. right so that's why Punjabis used to eat a lot because they were farmers and they had to do a lot of physical labor so they were eating accordingly
1: well yeah I mean if you if you work a lot you need a lot of calories to fuel yourself right exactly and now
0: we don't do that much physical work but we still eat the same food (laughs) Which causes some other problems like health problems and stuff, but I won't get into that, right? Yeah,
1: it's maybe a different one.
0: <laughs> Food is still delicious. So <laughs> in the in the morning we start with something called paranthas, like a lot of the families. The families I know all of them start with paranthas and basically you had those last week.
1: Oh, so those were called parantas.
0: Yes. So yes. which are basically something like salty pancakes or even hash browns so if you put potatoes inside those you could call them uh, similar to hash browns right
1: but it was like a pancake shape and there were onions in there as well
0: right exactly so you uh you have a dough wheat dough and you can prepare it like 15 minutes before you want to start making. So you don't have, it's it's not like pizza dough where you have to keep it for a certain amount of time. Okay. You have to let it ferment. That's not the case. It's, it's just wheat dough, right? So you make it and then you can either make plain parathas, which will have nothing inside. So basically you will just uh, roll the dough and put it on uh, something like a pan and then put some oil on it fry it not really fry it but just apply a little bit of oil on it and then you know uh warm it from both sides and then you will have your parathas but you can also put like onions you can put uh cheese in it you can put uh potatoes potatoes is the best known form so it's in, called aloo paratha
1: oh so aloo is the potato and then exactly. oh exactly. wow then i'm learning here so, <laughs> so what is it punjab language
0: uh punjabi punjabi, punjabi yeah. Yeah, yeah in hindi it's also called Alu and by the way but yeah
1: <laughs> okay um, both languages <laughs> <great>.
0: <laughs> yeah and um i mean you can put onions inside your potatoes as well and then you have a lot of masalas like german masala you have <laughs> you have different spices in it um, um You can, a lot of people put uh, things like cardamom, things like, uh, like, I mean, salt is always there. There's chili in it there. You can put ginger, you can put uh, different things, whatever, according to your taste, right? And then you uh, put it inside, you roll it, you, you know, make your pancake again by applying a little bit of oil. Then you put a lot of butter on it.
1: yeah we did that yeah. i enjoyed that
0: <laughs> or or there's a thing called ghee in india kyo in punjabi um it's called it's it's like clarified butter oh so you warm up the butter yeah. and then when it's like uh, uh, completely clear and you have a little bit of particles you remove the particles out out of it and it's really really tasty
1: I've never heard of. What does it do to the butter? Is it just more? Is it sweeter? Is it more? I don't like. What does it change from the taste?
0: That's a, that's a. It it has a different taste. I cannot say that it's it's sweeter. But it's more, fatty sort of thing. Well, my.
1: Well, I guess I guess yeah. That's only the fat then, and you're removing the particles which are not. Or...
0: You have you have something similar in Germany as well. I'm trying to take. Th- yeah, schmalz. That's exactly butter schmalz. Oh. That's
1: oh, cream schmalz. Okay, yeah. For those of you who don't know, it's like basically just pure fat. Uh, but some people like to put um, fried onions in it, and you can buy it actually with fried onions, and you just put it on your like bread, basically. And a lot of people just eat it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, uh, it's really tasty. And then this is breakfast. Usually, a lot of people in the villages used to have. Uh, like Lussie, but then I guess a lot of people already know what lussi is. It's basically a yogurt drink. You make it by uh, rotating yogurt as fast as possible and then sort of creates a creamy drink.
1: Oh, it's like a centrifuge,
0: basically yeah. like spinning it. Yeah, Yeah, by right, spinning it and... It's, uh, I mean, in, uh, in Germany, a lot of people know it as Iran because it's, uh, it's Turkish oh, as well.
1: Oh, yeah, Iran. Um, yeah, definitely heard about this. I've I don't think I've ever tried it, to be honest. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, we know next time what we are going to <laughs> try then.
1: <laughs> um,
0: quite tasty. Again, I mean, we used to do, Punjabis used to do a lot of physical labor. So these kind of drinks were needed, right? It gave you power. And in India, people still believe that milk is like really, really good for you. And if you're even so if you're a growing kid, you definitely need milk or any milk based products. But even if you're an adult, I have a different (laughs) opinion on this, but they think that milk is really good for you. I know people who are like in the 80s, 90s, still drink uh, daily, like one glass of milk and are quite healthy. So I know over here one thinks, okay, you need calcium, but only up to a certain age. And then you don't really need that much calcium because Milk does not only have calcium, there's also fat in it, you know, which is not really good for you.
1: And you get a lot of the calcium by just eating cheese or other milk-based products, right?
0: Exactly. So this is a milk-based drink that you drink in India. And there used to be such large glasses of lusty glasses that people used to drink. That's crazy.
1: So is that like a typical thing that you drink with it? Because we had tea at your uh, house. So is, is tea also something you would usually get with that?
0: Yeah, a lot of the families these days uh, drink tea. I mean, you might find people in villages, they still drink lassi now. All the people like in the urban areas have switched to tea now. Um, Lassi is still, I mean, it's an occasional thing now, you know. It's also not easy to make, so...
1: Oh, yeah i guess that takes was the tea introduced by the british or was it something that because i know a lot of there is a good amount of indian tea selections when i go to like i actually i actually go to a tea shop once in a while to, oh. yeah like you don't maybe you see like there's a couple of packaged ones i i don't i have like too much yeah i have like too much tea to drink by myself but anyway uh, so sometimes i do go there and i just you know look at it and since my Parents also really love tea sometimes buy it as, you know, Christmas or birthday gifts or whatever. Um, and I always put too much sugar in mine, so whatever. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so there's a good amount of Indian tea selections now that are, I guess, grown and harvested in India, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So a uh, region called Assam, it's known for its tea. You have that tea in Britain as well and all Assam. over the world. Assam, yeah.
1: That's a tea you can just buy here. That's like the the actual name of it.
0: Yeah. That's that's a region in India,
1: Assam. I did not see. I learned definitely something. I, I because <laughs> I've drank Assam before, and it's basically like a black tea, right? Like a yeah, yeah. It
0: is black tea, but that's how you learn. I never knew that you can only call champagne a champagne if it comes from a certain region from France. Then, but I, I I think I learned that uh, last week or something. I was like, wow. <laughs>
1: There's a bunch of things you sometimes just learn. You're like, oh, yeah. wow, I didn't know this the entire life. I wasn't, you know, alive. but it's yeah. cool. Keep learning.
0: learning. I mean, that's, that's the main thing. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, I mean, I think British introduced tea in India, but uh, some history buffs right now might hate me for saying this because people know that China used to drink a lot of tea as well. So it might have come from China. I'm not really sure. But I know that um, like the plantages in Assam where tea is grown like they were under British control. So I'm thinking that it might be the case that British introduced tea in India. And Indian tea is also with milk, right? So, like British put just a little bit of milk in it. Indians put a lot of milk in them because, again, we love milk. (laughs) Sure,
1: yeah, that's where it it surfaces again.
0: Milk is source of energy, we think, you know. But uh, yeah, so, and then again, you can put some spices in it. Yeah, I love putting cardamom in in my tea, and it's really tasty, I think.
1: Wow, Yeah, yeah, I've never heard that either. I just again put sugar or honey in it or something and then i'm like and i think it's the first time i ever drank tea with milk because it always seemed like such a weird concept to me but actually i didn't mind it like i mean i'm not going to start drinking it here because i just you know but i was i was pleasantly surprised
0: okay Uh, good to know good to know
1: so when is the usual time you would eat breakfast like this is a certain food and we'll get into what Germans usually eat because obviously you now live in Germany and maybe there's a couple of things you find odd here so I would love to
0: <laughs> I've been too long here to find anything odd now
1: <laughs> you can think back from when you just got here and you're like oh this is weird and I'll, I'll share some stuff that uh, my American friends when they got over here where they were like what this is weird like we don't have that so <laughs> we'll all we'll compare a little bit yeah. um, but what is the typical time you would eat breakfast
0: uh, so if children go to school, they would have breakfast at seven a.m., seven thirty. Uh, people going to the office would do the same. If it's a Sunday, you would have it eight a.m. But people usually get up quite early, so okay. that's the time. I think eight a.m. is the latest you would have your breakfast. Yeah.
1: All right. That well, seems seems like we can maybe start our comparison there. Seems like about the same as in germany i would say maybe on the weekends people well i tend to sleep in very long but people uh usually maybe stay up a little longer or or sleep in a little longer so they will maybe go to the bakery and buy some you know buns or rolls in the morning and then they will eat with their family at around nine or ten or so that was when i was a kid we usually ate around that time but then again we love to sleep so
0: yeah of course who doesn't (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay so uh so can you think of something that when you came to germany uh we're switching to to the german breakfast food now and then we'll work our way through the day um is there something that you found very odd when you first got here regarding breakfast foods
0: yeah so i mean again from back then right so uh, uh first of all uh like there people usually think in all Indians are vegetarians which is not the case you know like a lot <laughs> of meat is eaten in India usually it's mostly uh, chicken because you know there are religions in India let's say for Hindus uh, you don't really eat uh, beef because cows, cows are right, you know yeah. and uh, for Muslims uh pig is not pork yep, you no know pork, pork. Right. You, can, you won't eat pork as a muslim in India so because of this there's a lot of chicken chicken being eaten in india
1: (laughs) i heard it's healthier though like i heard like chicken meat is in general um not as bad for everything is like you know you have to make your own dietary decisions obviously and i think nothing will be super bad for you if you take it in you know in doses like if you eat like two steaks every day Maybe that's unhealthy, but if you eat like ten chickens every day, it's probably also unhealthy. But in general, I heard like chicken meat is pretty considered pretty healthy.
0: Yeah, people who do bodybuilding, they they eat chicken a lot. I think they yeah. say that it's a, it's a really good source of protein. So yeah. Um, anyways, it's eaten a lot, but you you don't have this thing like cold meat right? Like you have here in, in, in Germany, like Wurst and, you know, which you don't really have to heat up before eating. Oh, like salami and salami stuff like that. And stuff, right? Uh, this was uh, something that was strange to me because I didn't know about this concept at all, right? Uh, yes. Another thing that, which wasn't really strange, but which I loved a lot were brooch, and I still love them, so that's rolls or buns, basically. Exactly, buns. Yeah. You don't have that many in India. You actually, the only thing you have or used to have was bread. Either it was white bread or brown bread. You know, you didn't really have these rolls that that we have in Germany now. People can buy these over there as well. Uh, not all of them, by the way, I, I think Germany is quite unique when it comes to the types of roles you can buy types yes, of protein you can buy I love that. Yeah. I, I love that as well, by the way. Uh, I think that was a different thing as well for me. Um, otherwise there, there, there wasn't really anything that struck to me to be very, very strange. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's interesting. So when my American friends—shout out to them! Hopefully you're listening. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. Um, when they visited me for the first time, that was back in 2010, maybe. I think it was 2010. Okay. So like 10 years ago. I think that's right. Anyway, um, so back then, I think that's the first time they visited me, and they were really surprised by also the breakfast selection that we have, because in America a lot of people eat breakfast warm. Like we talked about hash browns, which is like a, uh, a dish made by having potatoes like, you know, grated and stuff like that. Um, and then they also have uh, bacon, they have pancakes, you know, there's a lot of different breakfast foods. And sure, they also have sandwiches. But something that's not very common there, and I can attest of that, is having like cold breakfast. Where you have a selection of meats and cheeses, and you just put it on bread or rolls and eat it. So that is like a concept that isn't just, isn't really common there. I guess now they have more bakeries, like French bakeries and German bakeries, so they can, they they start to get the taste of it maybe. Uh, But for me, it was like sure, breakfast is bread, and I always, I still to this day keep cheese, salami, uh, like jam or marmalade. Um, and bread in my fridge just too. So for my breakfast, that's what I eat. Like some people obviously eat cereal that's also big in the US, but I just I love that that cold selection. So when we came more well than when they came here and when we went, you know, shopping in Germany together, um, first of all, it struck them that we had so many cheeses. Like yeah. the cheese selection was huge. To be fair though, I saw a couple of, you know, stores in the U.S. that also had a good cheese selection, but still like it struck them that just any regular store would have like a huge cheese selection, but just that's just what it is. And then bread. Yeah. So in the U.S. when you have rolls, usually you talk about the squishy rolls, like the ones that, that are not really, it's like all uniformly squishy and you eat that as a side dish for if you have, you know, corn on a cob, it's on a barbecue, or something like that. Um, but here, it, our rolls are hard on the outside, or at least crispy on the outside, and then soft on the inside. So if you have really good rolls, you can like crackle them, and it makes a satisfying sound. Yeah. And then they're soft on the inside. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the best is if they're fresh out of the oven, they're still a little warm, and oh, it's it's amazing. <laughs> the butter melts. And as you said, we have so many different rolls. Yeah. Um, toppings are different the the actual dough is different for them but then again we also have so many different just bread types in general yeah. so when when there is uh black bread it's what's called here schwarzbrot black bread yeah. when i tried to buy that in the us i got like pumpernickel bread yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like oh this isn't the same and i ate it sure but it didn't taste as good and i would i would argue you could buy one of the oh, was that my doorbell no right sorry I no sorry it was, <laughs> I was um, so you can probably buy one of the cheapest breads yeah and it still tastes very good okay here so i mean yeah and that's honestly i i, I we talk about this pretty much every episode i feel like but i used to live in the u.s for you know i exchange student here and then again later but um during that first year i've ever been to the u.s that's one of the things i missed most yeah i, I didn't miss a lot of things but uh i missed breakfast not not necessarily breakfast but just bread good bread yeah. however if you ask me now i miss bojangles
0: have you heard of bojangles? what's that
1: so bojangles it's a southern thing like probably mostly on the east coast i want to say um and it's they serve breakfast all day but their breakfast is like you can get um like a bacon egg and cheese biscuit like just you know the biscuit like the soft bricks biscuits yeah. and then you put bacon egg and cheese in between it, uh, and then you have like, uh, and then you get fries or you can get chicken and a lot of people in Germany wouldn't consider this as breakfast. So when I, when when my parents um, uh, came over to the U.S., uh, it was they were like, this isn't breakfast for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but anyway, so I think in Germany a lot of the food is cold break, breakfast foods stuff you put on your bread uh, but also you know just eggs scrambled eggs or plain eggs i think that's something that's pretty common as well yeah yeah so uh,
0: i can understand why people miss rolls why people miss their bread their brotchen uh, i've talked to actually a lot of germans who used who used to be expats who came back to germany or are still expats and i always ask them what do they miss the most when they are, let's say in the US. I talked to someone who was in China for like three, four years, and they always say we miss British, we miss the roles. You know,
1: the, ro- the roles are the thing that everybody misses, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: everybody misses. Just- so I think we should tell everyone. Alex is expecting a package, right?
1: I'm, I'm <laughs> expecting a package, yeah. And there's also some stuff in there that would make this podcast better. Hopefully, yes. there's there's a new microphone in there. It's not technically a podcast microphone, but. We, we have some plans, right? At some point, we should maybe tell our, like, our our listeners that we have some plans to make this a little bit more professional and, and better. But anyway, so you were talking about that a lot of people miss the rolls and the bread selection. Yeah, yeah, so I
0: was just saying I can understand that. Coming back to the difference between hot breakfast and the cold one, I think this is also, I did not mention this, but this is also the difference between Indian, like, the punjabi breakfast and the german one no one eats anything cold in breakfast in
1: india <laughs> okay so it's it's like that's a, yeah okay makes sense makes sense yeah <laughs> so um maybe let's move on in a day yeah what is the next meal or something you eat during the day uh, is it is the next one lunch or is there something in between
0: tea there's like yeah 10am 11am tea okay. always almost always in india wow yeah,
1: <laughs> that's interesting.
0: Yeah, like uh, especially for people who live at their, uh, you know, who don't go out and work. Like m- mostly in Indian, those are house uh, in India, those are housewives. Nowadays, a lot of women have started working, but uh, back in the day, like if I think about my mom, mom's generation, not even a single. Maybe there was like one percent of the women population that used to work, but others were all housewives, and they were have their tea at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. with biscuits, talk to other ladies in the area. We call them aunties because, you know, everyone is an auntie. There's no one like Mrs. X, Mrs. Y. Everyone is like auntie. You call everyone uncles, aunties. And aunties used to get together, have tea. And then they would talk about everything that's been going on. They would, <laughs> they would gossip. And, you know, it's it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, Even if you're at work, a lot of people working in the banks, and the offices, they would also have their tea around 10, 11 a.m. And you can go there and they might have to deal with anything urgent. But if they're having their tea, they're not going to talk to you. (laughs) They are just going to. There are videos on YouTube where you can literally see people standing in a queue and this person enjoying their tea like,
1: <laughs> like, like not until i'm done
0: exactly exactly <laughs> tea is important in india
1: that is interesting yeah. well that's cool I, I mean you gotta have your rituals and stuff so that makes you know country and the culture special yeah. do you think there's anything that compares to this in germany
0: yeah i mean people do have their coffee over here as well i mean in an office we always i mean we don't Well, both of us don't drink coffee, but we would have something else, you know, tea or anything. People do that over here as well. The difference is it's not usually like gossiping with each other or talking to each other while having. You would work and then you would have, while working, you would have your tea. or
1: Yeah. And also I would say, at least for me, it's not something where I'm set on a different time that I would be like, oh, I need to have like, sometimes I will go through an entire early, like entire morning without a tea. And then today, for example, when before you got here, I made myself a tea. So like it's not I'm not really religious about it in the sense of that I that I will like or really habitual about it where every day I would do this. But I did grow up and while I was growing up in family, I saw my parents drink a lot of tea all the time. So I also started drinking tea. And there was only a short period of time where I drank coffee. But honestly, it wasn't that good for me. So I stopped. <laughs> stopped. I only drink it really occasionally now.
0: I, I don't like coffee. And I, I, I think uh, people might find this very strange. I don't like the taste. My, my wife loves it. She has to have her coffee like twice a day. But I can't.
1: Yeah, just between us like when i drank coffee my coffee was either like a latte macchiato like just with a lot of like milk exactly so that's like the only thing i drink and then even then i put a lot of sugar in it or Same here. or if i drank like regular coffee it was like i would fill it up with like creamer or milk and then i would put a lot of sugar in it so i
0: can't drink regular coffee if i have coffee it's latte macchiato 100 yeah, percent
1: right. <laughs> yeah. okay so that's the that's the the, the one thing i would say there was or at least there is a commercial in germany mm. the knoppers commercial you you know that one
0: uh, i know the product i don't okay, know so the it's, commercial either.
1: i would say i would say like definitely the majority of the population knows this so it was it was the the commercial would say oh gosh i can't get this wrong um morgens halb zehn in deutschland and i think it's i think it's still that oh well, maybe I should look well, I guess yeah, I'll look it up really quick. Yeah. I think it's Morgan's Hype I don't wanna get the uh, the timing wrong. Um, let me see. Knoppers, Morgan's Hype. Yeah, okay, so I think it's it's definitely it's definitely nine thirty. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, it's okay, yeah. You can still find a lot of those um uh those ads on uh on YouTube or wherever you, you get your videos. Um if you haven't seen them google it or put it in youtube or whatever it's called morgens halb 10 in deutschland if you can't spell that well <laughs> i guess we'll maybe link a video or something like that down below um so like nine thirty a.m this product which is basically like a small like three like five centimeter by five centimeter like yeah. square wafer. wafer
0: sort of wafer like
1: wafer yeah like a waffle wafer okay. but then it had like the the like doughy part the like outside the crispy part then it had some chocolate some milk cream some like hazelnut spread some other stuff in there and it's basically like a mini like a mini candy bar ish type but it's still considered breakfast food so like if you talk about like knoppers like in like 9 30 a.m it kind of it kind of like mate its name by having this like breakfast food which isn't breakfast anymore because you would in those um in those advertisement spots you would see people like walking around in the streets and then they're like at their job and then it's like 9 30 and they get their knoppers and eat that so yeah you can still buy it i don't think they they make that many commercials anymore um not sure why but i just don't watch any tv anymore so maybe i just don't see it
0: same here I haven't watched tv like i do watch netflix a lot i shouldn't watch
1: that (laughs) much oh have you heard about that new sorry we're we're drifting off you but that new german series biohackers
0: no i haven't
1: i'm i binged that yesterday the entire season like there's only one season i I started it yesterday and i watched the entire thing i think it's really good yeah yeah and it was filmed in germany so you can actually listen to it in german because usually i listen to it in the original language and it's all american like english
0: I've watched City of God in Portuguese. I don't understand any Portuguese oh my, at all.
1: No, I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that. But but yeah, check it out. It's like about biohacking and, and like plants and gen modification CRISPR. Maybe it's not for everyone. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. But is it like fiction or is it more
0: mockumentary sort of thing?
1: No, I would say it's like, see, all the Netflix series are usually really dark. And I would also consider this one rather dark. It's not as dark as the Netflix series called dark. So I wouldn't say it's as gloomy, but it still has a lot of that, you know, night scenes. It's dark. It's something negative happening. It's like stuff like that. Um, But I would say it's set in the present day, mostly. Or probably all of it, it's just present day, and then it's it's touching on science parts, which are definitely possible. Okay. But I wouldn't like I wouldn't call it realistic. Like if you're like they're just synthesizing like um, what is it called? Like they're synthesizing certain like like. DNA stuff and they're like, oh yeah, and I'll just do this. And it takes like an hour or a couple of minutes and they're like done with that. And I'm not sure it's that easy, but yeah. it's in general something that's possible.
0: Yeah. Are they? Do they also use computers like, oh, I'm hacking something. No, oh,
1: actually <laughs> actually, the computer part is not that bad because the, the only time they actually showed computers is uh, when they logged into accounts where they either knew the password or where they didn't. And where they didn't know the password, um it didn't work and then they you know looked over the shoulder of someone getting the password so i mean it's still eh but it's yeah it's okay
0: social engineering i can believe that more than people entering one linux command and everything you know
1: (laughs) being hacked (laughs) i agree but sorry we're we're drifting off here so that's netflix but that commercial is still something that i think shaped the entire German country, basically, in society is like, oh, 9.30 a.m. you got to have your knoppers.
0: That's what marketing does. Again, I mean, not to drift off again, yes. but, you know, the concept of, uh, like, uh, buying the engagement ring. How did that yeah. start?
1: Oh, that was from... Uh, what? Tiffany started Tiffany's, that, right? Yeah.
0: And you have to pay, like, three th- uh, yeah,
1: three months salary
0: or something? I think
1: that's... They made lesson. some random thing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And everyone is buying that. Everyone is doing that.
1: Yeah, and they controlled a huge part of the diamond market at some point as well. So it's it's crazy.
0: Yeah, And they also say that Santa was created by Coca-Cola. I'm not like 100% sure about this. Yeah, but I
1: mean, there's the Holy St. Nicholas or something, yeah. which was a figure appearing. But yeah, maybe the Santa itself.
0: I think the one with the red suit and the beard, I think that was the marketing thing. That
1: not was. sure, but it would make sense because Coca-Cola, red, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's that's Germany and India for the like breakfast and intermediate, and then is the next one in India lunch. Lunch, yeah, okay, lunch, so lunch.
0: Exactly. So if you're a child, you would take your lunch box with you.
1: Interesting. What would be in that lunch box? Uh, Paranthas. <laughs> so the same thing you would have for breakfast.
0: Yeah, but these would be like the simple ones with some kind of uh, we call it sabzi. Sabzi is usually. Um, it will be some kind of vegetables cooked in, in Indian style, like with a lot of spices. And, you know, it can be different things. It can be. In Northern India, potatoes are eaten a lot. This is something I loved about Germany as well, because potatoes, potatoes. are eaten a lot over here as yeah. well. <laughs> so uh, you could make subs this thing out of uh, potatoes. You could use uh, lady fingers. You could use different. You know, some people do also meat as well. What are lady fingers? These are. I don't know what they are called. Okras, sorry, okras. Uh, my so... Indian English
1: sometimes come, comes out. You don't know okras? No, I don't know okras. Okay. Sounds like some random food I've never heard of. Uh, let me check here what it's called in German. Would the samsi be in the dough, though, like the potatoes were when we ate breakfast? Or would it be on the side? So would you have it with the um, with the food? is it like in the dough or with
0: no no it is something on the side you oh, the would side. have okay. it uh, on the side i think okra is a german word
1: really yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. this is this is it can you can right. you see my oh, it? screen here
1: oh my i've oh gosh sure i guess never seen okay. it it's like a fruit that has like a star shape when you cut it?
0: Yeah, and some seeds in it. You can remove the seeds before you cook
1: it. Well, I guess look up okra. It's literally okra. So. It's supposed to be healthy as well for so
0: lots of vitamins and stuff. So
1: sure, if you've ever tried that, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment down below. I, I would be really interested. I've never had okra in my life. You'd
0: be surprised how many people have tried that. Oh, gosh.
1: I'm I. This is where my non-food part comes through because you. We should say like you love cooking, right? I I do. I think that's one of uh, my passions. That makes me
0: yeah, whenever I'm cooking, I'm happy. So. You know, this is something because the kind of work we do, like I work as a technical consultant, you do the same. We have huge projects. We try to help our clients. And sometimes you do not really see the results immediately. Right. Yes. And when I cook, I cook for like an hour and I will have something that came out of it. Right. So that makes me so happy. That's why I want to do, I want to start doing some carpentry as well. You know, I think these kind of things make you happy. At least makes me
1: happy. I, I completely agree. When I was living in Berlin, I actually started building some of my own furniture, oh. and and after that, because I, I pretty much always worked in tech and digital stuff. So, um, like, let's say you're you're building a machine learning model, which I from time to time I have to do. Like it's just numbers, like there's numbers on a screen and that's all cool. But when you do something in the real world and it shows, that's when it gets exciting for me, it's not to say that this is not exciting work. It's amazing. It's sometimes it's really cool what you can derive from data and stuff like that. But the moment it touches like a production line where it produces like a warehouse or where you build something with your own hands or make food, I think that's still a different level of satisfaction that you will I don't think ever or that I don't think I will ever get from just having it digitally. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I agree. Actually, something very interesting. One of my friends said to me once, uh, he was like, after our studies, we studied together and he started working as consultant as did I and, you know, as a, as a business consultant. And But he wanted to change as soon as possible. He wanted, he said, I want to go more into like cloud area and I want to start developing things. I want to do things that matter. That's what he said. And I asked him, why why are you saying this? And he said, think tomorrow there's a crisis, financial crisis. All the jobs are gone, right? What do you think? Are you going to earn your bread by trying to consult people? (laughs) Like we're trying to (laughs) give people advice on how to create their strategy?
1: Or Or,
0: exactly. He said even what he was doing, like the cloud thing, that might not be usable for a lot of smaller people like people normal people like not not the business people but still it is something that he could like he could develop things he could even if he can go to a bakery and say i can digitize your whole system or something you know he could help them he was devops guy later but if if it's just like you are trying to sell uh, like in german they say hot air hot air it's not going to help you (laughs)
1: <laughs> sure. I mean, there's, I guess, a case to be made for either one. Yeah. Uh, but coming back to your passion, so you love cooking. Yes. Uh, I've picked it up during the quarantine time in Germany as well yeah. because I completely started or stopped, I should say, stopped eating out. I still, I think I've only eaten out like once or twice during the pandemic time at all. Wow, and that's only, discipline. Yeah. And then only if I could sit outside where there's good, obviously, good ventilation because you're outside because there was like a recent study saying that most of it um is like like in i think inside. in china like yeah like only one person got it outside and then most of like 99 percent basically got it inside so i still like try to minimize any time inside with a lot of people but but do you order food or? no so i also completely stopped doing that and i still haven't done any ordering okay. so i used to i so i, I I never really used to go out and eat that many times a week mm-hmm. but I would uh, like fairly often like just get like pizza you know um, or like deliver to me or I would go to subway I think everybody knows subway right the sandwich place I um, yeah and, and like I th- and I would go t- I would just drive there because there's one like like five or six minutes from my house um okay. yeah at the at the train station
0: oh okay. i i didn't know there was a subway, yeah, there's over there. a subway
1: and usually you know i would just go there uh, pick it up and then eat it at home or something like that so I, there was a re- regularity that i would eat out ish yeah. uh but since i stopped doing that i started you know doing some stuff so i started baking some i baked some bread rolls like the rolls yeah. uh like the biggest quarantine food for me is um flammkuchen tart flambe it, it's like the <laughs> the thing i i do like Two or three like at least one a week I would say.
0: That's yeah. also easier to make than a load of other foods right if you have the base
1: at least yes yeah. yes so but I, like I make it all from scratch like oh I, wow yeah I don't I don't do like the like the pre-made dough or anything and I I used to do the pre-made pizza dough yeah. but I now bought my last one and I will start making that from scratch as well
0: Wow. That does take a little bit of time though.
1: Yes, that one has, like the dough has to uh, sit for at least an hour. So it's a little longer, but you know, you're at home. It just doesn't really matter that much to me anymore.
0: Yeah, I I did uh, do pizza, like from scratch, once or twice at home. You know, we had this class together uh, once where we learned, Mike- Oh
1: yeah, I like the cooking class. I remember, yeah.
0: Um, I did try that, it was really, really nice. I I have to say the pizza I made from scratch was really nice. But it takes so much time. And then you say, yeah,
1: it does. But you know what? Talking about all of this, we will, like, you will have your cooking channel. Like, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll do this. We've been talking about this. You should really start. Yeah,
0: yeah I do want to. Uh, let's see. Let's it's, see. when Yeah, yeah we'll,
1: we'll get that. Anyway, back to the actual topic. Sorry, we drifted off for quite some time here. Yeah. Lunch. So, school children would have basically the same they have for breakfast with some other side dish, yeah. some seed. Yeah. Um, what so, else is there, typical?
0: So a lot of women would cook uh, food for their husbands, give them tiffins if they're housewives, like put everything in a tiffin and the men would... Tiffin is just like... A... It's it's just like a lunchbox. You will have uh, stuff in there. And uh, people like also women who work in offices, they would take their own Tiffin. Everyone takes their, like most of the people would take their lunch with them to the work.
1: And what's in there? Also the same for the children as for the children?
0: For the children as well, they would take.
1: Well, well, no, but this the food that's in the Tiffin for like the working.
0: I don't really. (laughs) So for children, those are uh, mostly, those are simple things. Like, you know, uh, if it's something liquidy children would there's a danger that they would spill it yeah. like you know but you for, wouldn't give them adults. curries and stuff
1: for adults is there like soups or anything in there?
0: for curries it would be something like soup so uh curries. lentil lentil soup mm-hmm. uh, or it can be it can be curries and stuff you know so it'll be a little bit different for for adults than for children i would say that's at least my experience i think there's one thing we should talk about here, which is like a very unique concept to actually just uh, to a city in India. It, it, it does not happen everywhere in India, but it happens in Mumbai. So there are these people called Dabba walas, And Harvard once did a study on them to see uh, how, how their whole business works. Uh, and they said that this is one of the most efficient logistic systems in the world.
1: I definitely saw like a documentary about them okay. at least once. Yes. Okay, but go ahead.
0: So what they basically do is a housewife, again, they would cook food at their home, like let's say around 10, 11 a.m. After everyone goes to school, to work, they would cook their food, and then they would pack it in, in a lunchbox, right? And this lunchbox is like three or four tiers. You would have different things in it, like really nice, really tasty things, and homemade. And then a person would come to your home and they would take this box from you and this box will go through like four or five or eight different people and it will reach the man or the person working in the office and they would have homemade, home-cooked food in the office. That's amazing. Yeah. And they say like the chances of going something wrong is like 0.01%, like you're not getting your Box is 0.01% or something.
1: So, but the the wives only cook for their men?
0: Yeah, that that, that was the concept. I think things are changing now a lot. So, in India, I mean, modern women, I have huge amount of respect for them also for i mean not modern women because uh, even if they did not work they were doing a lot of work in the house outside as well but these days everyone is working if you're a woman or a man it does not matter any gender it does not matter you would go and work and then this thing i think this dabbawala concept does not work anymore because if no one is at home then no one can send you food
1: so maybe it's more like commercial soup kitchens or something producing like more mass foods and that. Yeah,
0: I think there will be some new concepts, or maybe there already are. I, I'm not aware of that, but you know, this used to be the concept. It'll, if it hasn't changed already, it's going to change, I think, in the future. But main thing, uh, I was uh, so. Uh, I wanted to stress here is people really want to have their home-cooked meal in India.
1: So usually it's that people won't eat in like a canteen or anything during their job?
0: A lot of young people would do a lot of, you know, because you want to taste as many things. So when I was a child, there was almost no fast food in India. Like there was Indian fast food, which wasn't that fast because Indian food takes <laughs> time, you know.
1: Indian fast food get your food in an hour and a half only. Yeah. We're faster.
0: <laughs> it's not like a burger that you can put together yeah. in two minutes, right? It's it's Probably a bit like, different. Uh,
1: maybe some curry or something.
0: There were some things so you would have pre cooked curry and then you you could make that in five minutes. I
1: love like curry with a little bit of chicken and rice and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: Chicken curry, I mean, that's tasty as well i guess i'm i'm almost a vegetarian so (laughs) i've i I have eaten chicken before but i don't really did you
1: have you ever cooked curry yourself
0: yeah yeah, a lot of the times i cooked curry uh, like last week already yeah yeah, yeah.
1: also with rice or
0: yeah um so i usually eat it with bread i think rice is i I love rice by the way basmati rice i love it but it's uh not something that's eat uh, that is eaten that much in northern India. Oh, so okay. basically, if you go to like Bengal, uh, like like in East India, or if you go to South India, you will have a lot of rice. So some people would even eat a rice for breakfast. But uh, in northern India, that's not really a lot. Uh, it's not eaten a lot. Yeah.
1: So so lunch is then usually home cooked stuff. Yeah. I guess now, you know, younger people, universities, it's like you exactly. buy some it's stuff. But, but still, yeah. Nowadays,
0: there, there are so many chains also in India. So any chain, we were talking about Subway, you can find Subway everywhere. In India. Oh, it's yeah. global. Yeah, right. you can find McDonald's. But I can still remember when the first McDonald's opened in, in, uh, where I used to live near. Wow. It was not that long ago, I think 15 years ago. In Chalanda, yeah. And everyone... McDonald's is like a huge deal. It's like... It's not like here. It's it's a special place you go to. It's not like, you know... uh, And it's also not cheap. A lot of Indian food is a lot cheaper, a lot healthier, a lot tastier than McDonald's. But McDonald's is a, you know, you would say... A lot of youngsters would want to go there because more
1: I would say in Germany, it's also not the cheapest food you can get. Like a derner, a derner kebab, which is basically like the. It's. I think it originated. No, it didn't originate in Turkey. The meat like meat yeah. on a stick and then you it rotates okay. and then it's like gyros basically like the greek stuff Th- that definitely originated i think somewhere else but the actual donor kebab was a german invention yeah. where somebody wanted to sell it to business people and they just put it in a bread and they were like oh it's easier to eat this way
0: yeah i think a lot of our turkish listeners would argue now it was created in germany but by a turkish person
1: <laughs> yes it was by turkish no i don't want to i don't want to steal any credit and to, to whoever that was <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I Germans like,
0: have created a lot of other yeah. things, so...
1: I know, but when I was in Berlin, because I think Berlin has the best earners, Yeah. I would eat, it was, like, to an unhealthy amount. I would, like, yeah. yeah, whenever... Because I had one one minute from my apartment. Like, one minute. And it was open 24-7, yeah. so, like... But it's tasty. It's it's, awesome. it's cheap. It's yeah. yeah, it's not healthy though. But anyway. Well, I mean you can get a veggie doner. Yeah. So if you're a
0: young person, it doesn't matter
1: to be honest. No. And even even let's say that food itself, the meat itself is pretty I would say that it has a lot of fat in it, sure. Yeah. But then you put salad and stuff in it and the bread itself isn't unhealthy really. And the like salad and stuff isn't unhealthy. So I would say it's probably still a better food than if you eat an like entirely fried chicken with like french fries yeah,
0: yeah i agree but i think it has it also has a lot of salt in it so sure. you know if you yeah. have like blood pressure problems or something it might be it might
1: be. yeah that's the meat then again yeah, yeah. so I
0: guess um, it's anyways it's tasty so i once stood in a row uh, in a line in a queue for one and a half hours in berlin to get one turner
1: oh the special one yeah yeah uh, mustafa's i think yeah. it's called or I don't I don't get the name I like I'm bad with names yeah. but still
0: it was seven or eight years ago but I heard from someone that it's still the case like people still queue up over there like for, and I think
1: uh, it's actually for that veggie dinner place yeah yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it is veggie yeah.
0: it's like really really tasty I it's I famous. loved it,
1: yeah. it have, and, and it's pretty cheap as well
0: it's pretty cheap for I think I paid three and a half or four euros yeah
1: and it only like creeps up slightly with the other prices but that's what I'm saying like. In, also, for me in Germany, McDonald's was something special my parents would take us to. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah. So for me, it was this way. It changed now because uh, when I'm on the road, currently not that much, but still when I'm traveling, uh, I drive a Tesla. So usually superchargers are at stops where there's like a Burger King or a McDonald's, which is convenient. And then it just starts becoming like a food place for fast food while your car is charging, for example. Yeah. And it, definitely makes sense and mcdonald's changed you know they also have some healthier food options now and it's definitely interesting to see in the u.s mcdonald's has a lot of other options than it has in germany like the quarter pounder stuff like that you just don't get that here
0: oh okay i haven't been to mcdonald's in the u.s i don't know
1: yeah oh when if you ever get the chance you should it's actually a different and the u.s in like the mcdonald's in the u.s in the south they serve sweet tea and it's actually one of the better sweet teas i would say it tastes really like i love it but yeah you know what
0: last time i was in the u.s uh i thought, was talking to my colleagues and they told me, oh no one goes to mcdonald's here only like if you are really really drunk or you are really broke then you would go to go to the mcdonald's but maybe it's just a new york thing you
1: know yeah i would say yeah new york definitely different because they have a lot of awesome other food like tacos and other stuff and you know and Also, there it's like McDonald's is, I would say, a little more for the people with not that much money because it in the US it is pretty cheap. But here, again, I would say it's not the cheapest option. Unfortunately, some people still consider it like, especially I don't want to sound mean, but some people with less income, and you can see they're a little bit fatter, just you know, and they will take their kids there, and I'm like, "Ah, this is not helping. But like
0: for me, it's like pot calling the cattle black but anyways
1: (laughs) oh gosh no no not like that but okay anyway we'll, we'll move on from that so lunch uh in india is that way um lunch in germany i would say is a lot more nuanced there's different options i know a couple of people who were really really keen on having their own food at work like even at their main job so I was like, wow, that's crazy. But some offices will offer you like a microwave and then you can heat up your own food. Nice. Um, yeah, so where I worked before, that was the case. And I knew like one or two people who would actually like every day bring it to save money because in my old job, you would have to, as I guess most people I should say, pay for your food in the canteen. It would be reduced by a certain amount, but still. And the food was okay, but sometimes you would pay a lot of money. Like I remember my last meal, I guess that was my last meal. I, I like treated myself but it was like 15 euros or something which is crazy like if you pay that every day you know that's in a week only in one week you would have like 75 euros for food and to be fair it's not all that much like you could eat for like five six euros i guess but it's still some money you'd have to pay um so some people i guess takes their own food but most of them would i would say that are working would Uh,
0: When I used to work for, like, not for this company, I I mean, of course, we get lunch, breakfast, etc. In our company right now, like, always there, free of cost. Not right now. Right now, because we are not going to the office. But technically, if we would go to the office, we would get it, right? Um, But, uh, like, in my earlier company, I I used to eat out every day. Yeah. And I saw that it costs a lot of money first because... I I think you always pay like at least 12, 13 euros when you go.
1: Oh, you mean like going out, not in the canteen, but also like out-out. Exactly. There was no
0: canteen over there. It was right in the city and there were like a lot of options. Uh,
1: Okay. So yeah, I guess I I would like sometimes go out-out at work. But yeah, okay, go uh, ahead. It would cost a little bit
0: of money. But then I saw that it was so bad for my health. Like eating out every day. It's, it's not healthy, man.
1: I, I could... Well, it depends. Like when I eat out, actually, I, I like to do some stuff, something like a salad or something where I'm just too like, lazy to do it myself. If, if I'm going to pay
0: 13, 14 euros, I'm not going to eat a salad.
1: <laughs> I actually, I, like a lot of the places I went out to, I have like Caesar salad. Like really? This, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but even
0: Caesar salad, if there's a lot of cream in it, I once had a Caesar salad sure, at lady. one oh. of the good restaurants here.
1: It's healthier than a burger yeah i
0: agree still not healthy i mean if if it is a lot of cream
1: if it's not a lot of
0: cream then it's good
1: yeah yeah i mean you know what do you consider healthy what not like it's (laughs) it's like it's i think it's it's you have to compare it to your other stuff like is is bread healthy well it doesn't have any like a lot of fat in it but it still has sugar and yeah yeah. anyway yeah
0: yeah coming back to i mean that was lunch right so mostly home-cooked meal you would either take with you and some cities you will get it delivered and that's what you eat and then there will be again tea in the in the evening uh like at four or five p.m and there will be biscuits with tea again so
1: nice yeah (laughs) yeah so in germany when we have lunch you know it's The food is usually, I would call it, like, rustical. I mean, there's, you know, there's a bunch of Italian places now, Turkish places, we talked about this. So, like, from pizza over to döner, over to, like, anything else, like Greek places, we have a lot of selection. If you want to talk, like, if you want to go or if you would go to a, like, traditional German place, a lot of foods are potatoes also, you know, like, um, pan potatoes, you know, like, what is it, like bratkartoffeln, like...
0: Very tasty though, oh, very yummy. Yeah.
1: Usually with a like little bit of onions and some um, some bacon in there or something. So that's you know what you would get, or a baked potato is also something you can get here in Germany. Is it called jacket potato? I'm not really sure. Yeah. Baked, I, yeah. But anyway, so there's a lot of you know just usually you would eat warm, and Germany is also famous for a lot of soups. Right, we would have a lot of different soups, not only for like your first me- like first course. But for your main course, you, you would sometimes get a soup, like tomato soup, goulash soup. Like, there's a bunch of different soups. And we love like, noodle soup. And our family loved them. So we'd eat yeah. a lot. Yeah, my si- it was just my sister's birthday. Shout out to her. I don't think she's listening to this. But if she was, happy birthday again, sis. Um, she she wanted, from my parents, as her birthday, she wanted, like, soups. So, like, we had, like, two different soups and we ate soup together. So. Awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Cool. So we're a soup family. But anyway, so that's warm meal uh lunch uh and i guess mostly people eat out now or go to the canteen but some still take some stuff and when i was in university i would also go to the canteen have something there sometimes cold because i was just in a hurry and didn't have time to eat like warm food uh but some people also took their own so yeah okay and in school it differs also but when i was a school kid it was usually still like i would get home and i would have lunch with my family oh okay was the same for you Well, I guess, no, yours was packed, the lunch, right?
0: Yeah, we would... So, in India, school used to be longer than in Germany. I think it used to be seven hours, six, seven...
1: Yeah. I want to say hours changed, though. Like... as i got you know and like as as my school life progressed like school also started, started changing a bit and we we're in school longer than we had the first actual meals in our school so yeah i guess it did change
0: yeah yeah but you did you take uh something with you as well for yes
1: okay. i always did and it was always bread sometimes an apple but usually it was bread uh and Yeah, it was bread with like salami or cheese in there or something. And the funny thing is, when I went to the U.S. high school, I still did that. Because in the U.S. you had, or at least at my high school, you had every day you had four different classes. And it was one and a half hours for each class. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, because our school was a big school, like a couple thousand students, they couldn't all get lunch at the same time. So you would have two different lunch breaks. One lunch break was after the like first two periods so basically at half day which is ideal because that's when i want to eat lunch Then you're hungry but the other lunch period was after the third one so that was really late Mm -hmm. and i couldn't like i was hungry at that time so i did the german (laughs) thing and had like my bread i had like the black like pumpernickel bread and i put salami in there and people were like what are you eating there (laughs) yeah
0: stop bringing food with you
1: (laughs) but so that was the thing and then uh you just mentioned that you had tea again i would say there's also a thing in germany especially with uh elderly people i think they have like their afternoon uh tea Uh, but not only elderly people i would say like uh, i know definitely like one family who always has their like uh usually with some cake or something and then they they have their tea or something
0: coffee and Kuchen.
1: yeah coffee and coffee and kuchen coffee and cake
0: yeah, I, I love that, by the way.
1: <laughs> I love it, too. And a lot of bakeries here in Germany. So you have a good selection for that.
0: Some really good cakes.
1: Really good cakes. By the way, it took me a long
0: time to understand the difference between uh, a torte and and kuchen. So basically, in India, we don't have that. A cake is a cake, right? So uh, And I used to call everything kuchen. But yeah. After a few years, I learned that there's a difference.
1: Me too. Yeah. So you want to explain it to the listeners? So what is the difference, the main difference between torte and kuchen?
0: So I think torte is something more creamy, right? And kuchen is like uh, something baked and you can have like fruits in it you can have different things i think that's the main difference
1: yeah i i haven't looked up the official one but i would definitely agree with you usually cakes are i would say drier like they're drier things that you would do and then torte is something where usually you'd have it in a round thing the Schwarzwälder kirsch torte has a lot of cream it usually has a solid foundation like a solid layer in the bottom Mm -hmm. but then it would have you know like even a cheesecake is like a different kind of torte here in yeah. Germany as well. Yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah, cool.
1: All right, uh, so then last course of the day, right? Is it <laughs> is it dinner? That is dinner, that is. Dinner. What time do you eat dinner in, in India? Quite late, quite late, to be honest. So I'm
0: trying to, I mean, a lot of people are trying to change now because they see, okay, it shouldn't be that late. It's quite heavy in India again. Those are most of the time uh, are curries, sometimes lentil soups, and you would always eat it with bread called chapati chapati is uh, basically it made from the same dough as parathas but it is um it's called routine punjabi by the way it's it just no oil is applied on it while uh cooking it and what does it do to it it makes it just may. it's like tortilla tortillas oh, okay. uh, right. so it makes it crispy it makes it a little bit crispy it also like sometimes when, you cook, when my mom used to cook it or uh, yeah, when my wife does it sometimes, it's like uh, it
1: blows up. Oh, because there's some air in it and so it expands? It and... looks amazing.
0: <laughs> and then you like slap it a little bit, the uh, uh, steam comes out. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so but it's still quite heavy, right? So people have realized now, like my parents eat quite early at 6 p.m. already. But usually it's like 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Oh. for the lot of... It's yeah, similar to like if you go to some of the... Southern european countries like yeah. spain or Italy.
1: yeah definitely dinner is really late there
0: yeah and dinner is the time when you get together as a family when you would sit together talk to each other it's always warm as well and there's sometimes salad with it we say salad but usually it's like uh, uh, onions raw onions or it's like cabbage do you know mm-hmm. cabbage right yeah. so and What's Gorkin called in English? I, I tend to forget. Um,
1: Gorka is called cucumber. Cucumber. Bang. Yeah, should have known that. Cold and... as a cucumber. <laughs> I, should have, I should have remembered yeah. that. Anyways. So wait, you said onions, just onions for a salad? Yeah, raw. You would have those as well. But cabbage would. Yeah, you can
0: eat like the red onions. They... Yeah.
1: I mean, those ones over there, right? I have them right there.
0: Yeah, exactly those ones. So if you have them with, with your curry, they would taste really good. Believe me.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So for everybody who's not, I mean, I guess everybody kind of has their own idea what curry is, but what is it in the traditional Indian way?
0: Oh, wow. Um, it's actually, so I say curry, but it's different for every family. Every family have their own recipe.
1: See, and that's interesting because curry here is like a really like standardized dish, I would say, in Germany, if you go to like an Indian restaurant.
0: Yeah, no, that's not the case in no. India. So curry is a mixture of different spices. And you would use tomatoes in it, like tomato puree, or you would use fresh tomatoes, make puree out of that, and onions, etc. So basically, spices are different for every family. Like, everyone makes according to their
1: own recipe. Okay, but is there something that's in there that's always in there that yeah, makes I it a curry?
0: Like there's always going to be pepper, like the black one or the red one. Chili, sorry, red chili in it. There will be things like um, cardamom. And there will be curcuma. Do you know what curcuma is? No.
1: But the curry itself, like from the ingredients, that's all the spices that go in there. But is there also some like main ingredient that always makes it curry?
0: Yeah. So there are some main ingredients. And I was, as I was saying, I think it's called curcuma. It's one of the main ingredients. And then... Other things like red chili, then things. I, I can't remember. That.
1: But you just said tomato, like tomato. Tomatoes. Is that always uh, in there?
0: Tomatoes are already always in there in a curry. Okay. And onions are always in the curry. There are some people like in Jainism, that's a religion also, a smaller religion from India. You are not allowed to eat onions. Anything basically that grows. It's a fascinating religion as well. Wow. So they are, if you're a Jain, you are, like, that's the, how do you say, epitome of non-violence. So basically, a Jane, like, a person who is very strict, Jane would, when they are walking, they would look at the floor so that they don't step on an ant or anything. Interesting. So, yeah, I think you know, there was this huge dis- discussion. Sam Harris was, he's one of the... Uh, I'm getting into different topics over here, but he, he is... Uh, um, Uh, neuroscientist I think he talks a lot about different religions etc and he was talking about non-violent religion and he brought up uh, Jainism as well and basically you so and one of the other things about their religion is that they would not eat things like onions. And there's a, I think there's a certain specific thinking behind it. I don't really know that right now. But anyways, if anyone wants to look up, you know, uh, other families would definitely always have onions and tomatoes in a curry.
1: And what about chicken or other meats? Is this something that's common? Or? Yeah, it's it's quite it's
0: not as common as here. It's always used to be something special to be made on special occasions.
1: So the default is basically your spices, your uh your onions your tomato is there anything else in it? like because here i i basically only know it with like rice or anything so but that's not the case right you said like bread
0: yeah it's default is bread at, in northern indian punjab right Sure. yeah we're talking exactly about um and yeah you always eat your curries with bread and there will be some people who would eat rice as well but that's the minority i would say okay uh, so sometimes you would have yogurt as well with okay. with with your curries, and tastes really good. Uh, people make everyone makes their own yogurt at home. Oh. So yeah, you have this what is it called yeast thing? This this culture that you use.
1: Yeah, yogurt culture. One. Yeah, 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 the yogurt cultures, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and there are families that have had this in their. In, in the family since years and years.
1: Wow, like basically like, like a sourdough where it's like you have a. Yeah. If you
0: don't have it, you would go to your uh, neighbor and ask them for some of the yogurt <laughs> and then you would make it out of it.
1: So you get a homemade one. I guess you could also buy it, right?
0: You could also buy it, but I think people prefer to make it at home.
1: It's. Uh... And this thing uh,
0: of, you know, going to the neighbors and asking them for, let's say, a cup of sugar or something, that is so common, at least used to be very, very common in in India, or at least where I grew up, you know. Uh, This happened so often. Neighbors would come to us. We would go to neighbors, ask them for tea, whatever we didn't have at home. And then... uh, you would give that back maybe next time they needed it, or you would just go there for a chat and bring those things back. That's I think this nice. is also different. Than yeah,
1: I mean it happens here as well, but definitely not in that regularity. <laughs> I would say, especially not in the cities. Yeah.
0: yeah, my my parents always, whenever they cook something, uh, they share it with our neighbors. But those neighbors are like family almost now, and they would share things with my parents. So,
1: so it as a like, shared yeah. food and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome yeah, so in, in Germany, I guess the the big difference is at least for me like my dinner was always cold usually yeah it was always like just again breads and cheese and stuff you put on there. It only changed recently that I think more people also have warm dinners. Mm-hmm. My, I myself now just because I have more time at night cook because I work during the day and I have more time at night to cook something like my tart flambe or something I usually cook at night. Uh, unless I have some noodles or something and I can prepare just during lunchtime, which is fast and easy to mu- make, I usually would eat something hot actually at night now. So it, it changed a little bit when I was still living in Berlin. I think I still had like my cold meal at night usually. Uh, and when I was a kid, again, as well, I would a lot of the times we'd have something cold at night or especially when we had soups for lunch. It's so easy to warm up, you know. A cup of soup or a you know a plate of soup so you would then just have the same thing you'd had for lunch again for uh for dinner so i think that's i mean it it changes and i think there's more nuance now especially when you eat out which is usually at night i would say there's definitely a warm food stir because otherwise you wouldn't eat out
0: yeah yeah Exactly, I, I think on special occasions, people over here also cook either something warm or go out. Right? Oh
1: yeah, especially like during like the Christmas time or something. Like Christmas dinners are famous, but then also some Christmas dinners are famous for being the cold, like potato salad.
0: Potato salad. Yeah. yeah. By the way, we are talking about Christmas. I love Kartoffelpuffer. Kartoffelpuffer.
1: <laughs> yeah. The... Oh, the one that are on pan fried. Oh yeah, I love them.
0: I I really wait for Christmas markets to open every year so that I can eat it. <laughs>
1: i'm excited to see how christmas markets are going to be this year right
0: it's going to be yeah interesting this time
1: yeah yeah well they're usually outside so that's a plus i guess yeah
0: they are outside but with the amount of people that are there i think outside does not really mean that
1: you- oh yeah you're not gonna be if, if you're packed in there sure well i guess we'll we'll figure that out but uh Anything else is there like a midnight snack you usually have in India?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think there's a concept of midnight snack. Also, uh, like Northern India is not really a place where you would have a lot of desserts and stuff. This is something I found interesting as well when I came to Germany, like yeah. the amount of desserts you have over here.
1: Yeah, we have everything from like just chips and crackers to that's usually something you like when you watch a movie, but to actual desserts, which is like ice cream. Or, again, cake or something like that, right?
0: I mean, these things are available in India as well, especially now. But it's not really... I mean, if you go to uh, Italy, there's like, you know, tiramisu. And there are other stuff, which is like really, really tasty. Uh, Northern India is not really a dessert kind of kitchen. It's mostly known for its main courses. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and I say we're in the middle probably. There is desserts definitely like Apfelstrudel, which is something, you know, like apple strudel. Um, and other stuff. Uh, Kaiserschmarrn can also be sometimes be taken. I think it's something Austrian to be honest.
0: Kaiserschmarrn is, oh man. I'll... It's like a
1: fluffy pancake. Uh, and you can eat it like as a main dish, especially in, in like when I go skiing in the Alps. It's usually something I would, sometimes I would eat that as like my main dish. It's yeah. with powdered sugar it's served. So yeah.
0: yeah. I was recently at Zugspitze, uh, which is basically the highest mountain in Germany.
1: Yep. Um, the highest point. Yeah.
0: And over there I had, uh, Kaiserschmarrn and um, i didn't expect it to be like the portion to be that large it was oh, yes.
1: <laughs> like sometimes when you eat like there is a dessert size portion and then sometimes there's a big portion um i guess we we kind of skipped over the german drinks you would have for that time oh, yeah. so water obviously big thing here is fizzy water like water with oh yeah americans like when my friends were here like they, they gave me fizzy water so it's Still the case that the majority of people who drink water drink fizzy water. So seltzer water, basically. Yeah. Um, and the still water has only been really started to take off like in the past. So
0: that was really uh, interesting for me as well. So when I came here, I would say in the restaurant, yeah, they would ask "normalis wasa, which means normal water. And I would say, yeah. And they would bring me fizzy water. Yes. I was like, no, this yeah. is not
1: normal water. <laughs> yeah, so you, if you're ever here, you have to specify like non-fizzy water. Yeah way, uh, otherwise there's also for the breakfast you know orange juice and other juices i think that's pretty like orange or multivitamin juices it's like the default yeah. i would say and then for other meals uh, especially during dinner you would also enjoy wine sometimes or during lunch yeah. and then there's beer for you know all different kinds of occasions usually not for yeah. breakfast but yeah. after that
0: yeah, yeah of course maybe we should uh, mention that there are some wine growing regions in Germany as well which yeah. people at least I didn't know this yeah
1: especially down frankfurt like to the left of frankfurt or i guess you should say like to the west of frankfurt there's a really nice region called the rheingau uh, also rhein main region there's also a lot of
0: in freiburg they have quite
1: freiburg that's really down south like almost touching uh, the border of uh, switzerland. switzerland yep yeah. yeah
0: basel is almost there but yeah yeah cool and beer of course but that's another episode like if you want to talk yeah, about
1: <laughs> yeah, we have to, like talk about is there a lot of just in general is there a lot of alcohol consumption in india
0: uh unfortunately in Punjab yes uh what would you say unfortunately is it is it becoming a problem or I think it is a huge problem okay. for a lot of the families because and it's almost always hard liquor you know oh. uh, people drink a lot of whiskey I think You know, Punjabis are really proud people and they say always people like a lot of Punjabis would be proud of the fact that we live our lives king size. That's what they say, you know, like whatever we do, we do it in a grand style. But when it comes to drinking, I think we shouldn't. (laughs) So uh, a lot of people don't know when to stop. And yeah, that's becoming a kind of problem. I saw some things growing up. In the family and neighborhood as well, which I wouldn't like to get into right yeah. now, but th- it's, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. And that's a whole different story because there's the legal drinking age, which is maybe different than here and there. and But that's a different story. But I think we, we went through a lot of really interesting foods. I learned some new stuff. Uh, yeah. And I'm looking forward to at some point uh, having some Indian food with you again. Definitely a curry at some Definitely, point, right?
0: Definitely, man. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe in two weeks time when you yeah. come and we do our next podcast, so
1: yeah. That sounds really great. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we'll leave it at any any closing remarks you have regarding the food topic.
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean, I have to start my own food channel and then maybe we can talk about different foods while making those, talk about different stories from my childhood, from you can tell me stories about your childhood. We would make not only Indian food, we would make different types.
1: Oh, yeah. And we'll try to like and and film and make it and have the recipes and everything. Exactly. that's that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. This was a great topic, Alex. Thank
0: you so much for choosing I, this.
1: Thank you, Harbier. I learned a lot of new stuff. And again, we only, like for all of our listeners here, we only talked about a small portion, obviously. There's so many different like f- like chocolates and sweets. And and this is like a whole nother topic, but I just wanted to have a chance for everyone to k- kind of experience the differences we have here. And I think it's interesting. And I think that makes the world unique. That makes cultures unique. Yeah. Food is a big part of it. And I think both of us really enjoy good food although <laughs> well, although i would say like i was never really someone who wanted to go to like the fancy restaurants because i don't see like the small portions and stuff like that but i hate it <laughs> <So> <laughs> went
0: I, to I, a michelin-style restaurant with work to give me this much food i was like i need proper food <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but also that's probably a one for another episode so yeah thank you harvey thank you alex Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the German Masala podcast. We'll be back in two weeks and you can find us wherever you get your podcast. Hopefully we're at all platforms right now. So if you want to get your audio on YouTube uh, and actually some video as well, um, not really fancy, but if you want to see us, uh, we're on YouTube. And then we're also on all the major platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. So check us out there. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to shoot us an email at germanmasala at alex-universe.de. And we'll also mention that German Masala is a podcast under the Alex Universe brand, which is basically this podcast hosted by Harbier and myself and a YouTube channel called Alex Universe, which is kind of the main thing it started with, talking about electric cars, transport and so on, which is held in German. But if you want to give it a try, check it out.